You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome in to a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to jump in with us on this Friday in preparation for this uh, big-time weekend here in Tuscaloosa. The Tennessee Volunteers will uh, roll in for a 2.30 kickoff tomorrow. Twitter at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wim Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. You can download the app, uh, the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone uh, on the app. There's also a little chat box up in the right-hand corner there. If you want to send a message in to Wyatt or Noah, who are behind the glass, they'll be sure to relay that on to Dad and I. We can respond to that. Before we get started, we want to tell you about our great sponsor in this 7 o'clock hour, really throughout the show. It's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing, and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence deck pergola that you've been dreaming about. There's no better product to build it with than Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder if you want it to last for years that you want to use pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closest to you. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Okay, I'll give the scores again on what Kerry's doing, but he, whatever he's done, he's done. Um, Kerry? What do you mean, Kerry? Well, whoever put... Uh, That's Fox. It, That's not Kerry. That's Fox okay. Sports. Okay. Um, Scott Hunter's going to be on at 730. Um, Scott does a good job, I think, on our show. Uh, Sonny cannot be on today. His wife has a doctor's appointment. I have Bill Clark on. Well, first of all, we're going to have Tommy Toverville. They've called me about being on. We've tried to get it worked out. It's been a, been a mess. So, uh, he's going to be on at 15 after, at 15 after 8. And, uh, for 15 minutes now, he says. Uh, uh, so he'll be on for 15 minutes. And then as soon as he's over in a commercial, I'm going to have Bill Clark on for about five minutes. Bill's dad, Reagan, who was, who helped run things at Alabama when I was there. The Ohachi, uh football field has been named after him, and I wanted to mention that. Congratulate Bill on that. I won't spend, I told Bill yesterday, we won't spend a lot of time talking to him and trying to question him about what he's going to do. We might mention it, and that would be about it. So that's what our, that's what our plans are today, a little bit different than it has been. Uh, James Madison beat Marshall 29. I guess I need to do all this. Rice, Rice, uh, is three and three. They, they're going to Tulsa and beat Tulsa 42 to 10 is a little bit of an unusual score for me. Um, North Central beat, uh, Morgan State 16-10. Southeast Louisiana beat Northwest State, uh, 37 to 20. Um, golf tournament's about the same. Robbie, Robbie. Shelton was three under. He was six under. Seven under is the leader uh, at that particular, at this particular time. A couple of Alabama guys are way over. So 
Uh, we'll see what happens. Well, he had, um, I don't know, Barry may have mentioned this or not, but uh, uh, CBS came out, kind of busted out about basketball coach for asking if he was making remarks about Quinley. Uh, and also at the press conference, he said, kind of indicated that the press was very smart because he'd been they'd been at the top of the list and they'd been picked fifth. I think the only thing I would say about that is you have to be a little bit careful because uh, we have in the trial finishing up and the judge is in the hands of the judge and you don't need the media to bust you um, if they can. So I'd be a little bit careful about that. Um, John Calipari says that he feels like that uh, um, five five years to play four regardless is enough. But you don't need guys playing six and seven years, which is a comment he made at the at the thing. Um, the indication is that there was a, a nobody that uh, if they did see somebody in person talking about Michigan, uh, it was a, a low level uh, analyst who may have been at the game and not supposed to scout people in person. Now, big, been a big stink about it. So I don't think it's going to affect the game at all. But uh, big stink about that in the paper if you want to look in, and see about that. Um, of course, we got uh, we got Duke playing Florida State, which is, hasn't been mentioned much, Penn State and Ohio State. Now, you understand on my blue play, I, I just picked the game. If you don't like it, and most of you have called it and don't like it, including Barry, if you don't like it, don't don't use it. Don't, you don't have to use it. Use the one you like. But uh, I just do that for the fun of it. And, uh, you know, we've done okay with it. Not great, but okay. That's all. All right. Uh, Coach Saban had his uh, radio show last night, and uh, he's pleading with the fans uh, to create an environment uh, that makes it difficult uh, for Tennessee. He says uh, they like to go fast. They run 2.7, so I guess that's almost three plays Every minute in the game, so you can affect and disrupt that by making noise, and it's going to create energy and environment that our players will play better in. Uh, they'll be able to stay in that intensity better in, and which is what we've lost uh, last week because it's going to take that kind of game for sixty minutes. So he uh, is asking for the environment uh, there to make it difficult. So if you're trying to run just about three plays every minute, if you're having to account for the noise that makes it difficult but some some stadiums uh it's like some basketball arenas are cut out to be louder than others uh yeah. so we'll see if they can create that environment. Uh, yeah, like alabama stadium which just doesn't holler they just don't do this what it was they do at tennessee and and a&m i think the three things that are big for tennessee is i think they think they have a chance to win for the first time in a long time whether they do or not we'll see they have a very good pass rush. They've improved that a great deal, and their running game is very good. The negative part of them is, can they do these kinds of things on the road the way they have done at home? And thus far, they haven't shown that they, they can do that. But if they do those three things, they'll probably um, be hard to beat. He went on to say uh, to the fans, uh, which I think he's kind of agreeing with us, uh, he says, you create the momentum of the game by what you do as fans, Saban said in his message to the Crimson Tide faithful. Don't worry about the players 
to do it, meaning don't make them make a big play in order for you to get up and get rowdy. You create it for them one time. One time I'm asking you uh, to do that. So there's a plea there that well, uh, he's asking. Just, hey, one time I need you guys to create the environment that we go into. Uh, been there a long road, time. When we go on the road. Well, I think if he tries to compare the home field advantage to LSU when he was there, it's not as good. I think he's indicated that in some ways to people. Uh, home field advantage is not as good at Alabama as it was the LSU. And, you know, they, they, they caught a, a home field. Didn't work. They did lit great against A&M. That's the reason it was such a big win. But they also last year caught a, caught a tough game when Tennessee was really ready to play in the, in the, in the stadium and the fans helped him. Aggie's also... Um Trying to defend Caden Proctor a little bit. So, yes, we, we got to help him uh, do some things, the left tackle there. Uh, but he also said, you know, uh, this kid's young. He's going to be a great player. He's not there now. Uh, normally, he would not be – he didn't say it just like this, but he did. He would not be starting, but we're having to start him because of the transfer portal, because the guys that would be starting that have been here for a while that know what we're doing that are ready to play, they left. Uh, so now we're having to rely on this kid. So basically saying, get off of him, let him develop. He's going to be a great player, but he's thrown to the fire too early based on the transfer portal. Uh, so just your thoughts about that. Like you start losing your depth. That's when you end up having to play true freshmen out there or freshmen yep. on the offensive line. Yeah. Sometimes you get, you get one position, people are 88 and out the gate. That position, you've got a young guy behind who's going to be good. And that's exactly what Barry said. And he's not quite ready to play. He has to fight through it. So I think Alabama's offensive line is, you know, is taking some criticism, and that's the reason I'm, I think that's uh, Tennessee has tried to 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 get after people. They tried to change their philosophy defensively. Uh, well, they have or not, we'll see. But they've tried, and they tried very hard against A and M, um, and their running game, according to two of the football people that I know real well. Uh, I think their running game has really improved. The short passes uh, are not as you know, not as effective. The quarterback, as Barry's mentioned, is certainly not anywhere good as they have had, but uh, it'll be a hard game, and it'll be a game where coaches right. Uh, home field advantage can, can play a big part in it. All right. Uh, we have someone that's hit the app. Uh, let's put a comment there on the game. Uh, Noah, what, uh, what are the listeners saying on the app there? Uh, yeah, we had a listener comment. Uh, so I posted about the article yesterday about the one of the interviews we did uh, talking about the role with Russell Biven yesterday. Yes. Talking about the intimidation factor is over yes. between Alabama and Tennessee. And uh, Russ said, I'll be honest with you. I'm 55 years old, and I would rather beat Tennessee than Auburn. This was the game for so long, and I'm glad to see the buildup again. So. All right. So, you know, going in last year, the Alabama dad had won 16 in a row. So a lot of people don't realize what kind of rivalry – it is. No, uh, they have no idea. And so, because, you know, some, like, a lot of my kids, a lot of never even seen Alabama lose to Tennessee. No, they lost nine in a row or ten in a row. So, uh, we'll see if Tennessee's got it back. Uh, and maybe, you know, can they start a streak of their own or is that was just a one hit wonder, uh, there last year in Knoxville? Something. You know, I think, uh, I think, uh, on that uh, Tennessee's always a little bit different now with this new coach. They throw it a lot differently. They play a lot different. The wideouts are quite different. And then they come back with trying to make the pass. I think they, 
they had they played so poorly at Florida. I'm sure he jumped fannies about that, and you know. So, but I think they've tried to to, to show you something better at the positions and at the things that they do better than they were the last time you played them. No doubt. I will take the break here. Open up the phone lines. As we said, Scott Hunter will join us at the bottom of the hour. Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life a lot easier. So they will come to you instead of you going to them. Pick up the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. You can drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Drop off today. Pick up tomorrow. 205-391-0000. Three, four royal cleaners for all of your cleaning needs. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Things pretty quiet on the roadways this Friday morning. Now, of course, if you do see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. 31-year-old Ellery Kate Johnson of Moundville has pleaded guilty to practicing medicine without a license at a Tuscaloosa clinic. She's also pled guilty to felony identity theft and first-degree theft. TPD's Criminal Investigations Division says more charges are possible. Johnson will be sentenced on the current charges next month. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. You can Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny today. The high for this afternoon around 77. Mostly fair tonight, the low 49. Tomorrow, sunny and very mild, the high 79. And Sunday, another mostly sunny day, the high Sunday, 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 59 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Back to inside life. You know, the, the hey, Coach, uh, you kind of see another side of Coach Saban. Uh, you know, he uh, talked about, uh, before I get to that, we want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. But uh, I would think Coach would be a guy uh, that would go to bed early, uh, you know, to get home from work and have dinner and maybe watch a little bit of TV and go to bed. But uh, he said he's watching uh, <laughs> 2010 Netflix show The Pacific. He uses watches TV from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. before going to bed. Uh, you surprised Coach stays up that late now? At 11 p.m.? No, I think it varies. Um, probably not. I'm, I'm not surprised at anything he does, but uh, he's a little bit hyper and he likes to get away from it for a little bit. I imagine they looked at a lot of cotton picking film um, trying to figure out exactly what Florida did. Um, some of it was what Tennessee didn't do. But um, I, imagine, uh, I imagine the offensive and defensive staff meetings have been separated and left down there and then all of them together at one time. That's that's basically what what they do. 
you know, you break these seasons up into parts. Uh, if they get by uh, this game this weekend, uh, then they get a little time off. Uh, and Coach talked about that. He's going to uh, – they'll still have some practice next week, but they're going to take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday completely off, let these kids relax a little bit. Uh, he's actually going to his lake house on uh, Thursday night to get away. Uh, it's, it's nice for these guys to take a break, but you gotta, as he always talks about, be where your feet are. You gotta, you can't get to the little break until you take care of business. If you don't take care of business, uh, tomorrow and win this Tennessee game and the LSU games, uh, you know, it's not going to be mean quite as much. I guess it still could because the winner would win the tiebreaker, uh, there, but, uh, it's a grind, right? When you go this many weeks in a row, without a break. So I'm sure once these guys can get through uh, this particular game, hopefully play great football, but uh, take a break and then uh, come down for the for the home stretch there. That's what the coach is talking about that they're, they're going to do next week. I think it comes at a perfect time for this team. Yeah, it does. You know, Tennessee is big and break, and then LSU is huge. You have to win the games you're supposed to win, and then you have these other games that people think, you know, Arkansas is the games you're supposed to win. Some Mississippi State games are those, but those are just as important. And you're worried about your team getting ready. But then when you come to a, to a fork in the road where you have a chance to win the division and be in Atlanta, uh, it became, becomes a little bit more important after you have beaten the teams you're supposed to beat. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, big big game for a lot of reasons because it's the rivalry, but also you know Atlanta is still right there. If they could take care of this, uh, then that LSU game is still humongous because if LSU only has one loss, you only have. If they were to beat you, the first tiebreaker obviously is head to head there. But uh, there is no worried about LSU uh, right now. Uh, it's strictly just uh, worrying about the Tennessee Volunteers coaches. You know, calling on the crowd to be. Uh, electric in the stable. We'll see if they can do that and bring the energy uh, there. He talked about Milrow and talked about Milrow, how he's a perfectionist, but he thinks he's learned uh, to play the next play. Uh, sometimes when he was early, early he would let the one play affect maybe the next play. Uh, do you see that? And how much uh, has Tommy Reese maybe helped him with the play calling? There's a lot of people that thought Alabama had a hot hand running the football and they got away with it. But then you hear people say, well, don't be predictable if you're running it all the time when you're just running it, running it good. You are predictable there. So these coordinators can't win. But what's your thoughts about the progress that Milrow has made since week one? Well, I think he's made good progress. I think he's, uh, you know, he's been a little bit smarter than what he does. His pass has been better. He's he's probably beat up. Uh, he's probably pretty sore. And um, people don't have any idea you know, about that. He doesn't talk about it. So but I think he's made some progress. And, you know, second-string quarterbacks, if you want to call them that, have not played any at all to the point that they, that they can be a big factor in the game that to be smart with them in case he has to come out for a, for a player too. So, um, I, I think he's done a good job coaching this team personally. Uh, I think, I think it's going to be tough tomorrow. I think it's going to be tough for LSU, but I think they've done a good job coaching this team thus far. And I think that they've been smart in what they've done. And the wideouts have gotten a little bit better. Offensive line struggling, but uh, they're trying to improve that and make comments about that. So I, I get done fine. Um, 
you know, going to the when you we first started the show, you talking about the Michigan thing there, and I remember when I, and I'm sure you did this for numerous years uh, when I first got into college coaching, you could go and scout your opponent uh, in person. So literally, you would uh, fly to wherever they were playing, and they'd have you sitting down there on press row, and you would do a scouting report and you could hear the calls and all those things that were, that the coaches were calling. They, I think as a cost cutting measure and yeah. uh, being able to get film and all, they, they stopped that in the mid nineties where, hey, you cannot go in person. Now for Jim Harbaugh to have a, uh, an analyst, uh, I guess the guy's a former uh, military guy, Connor Stallion, that, has been spotted at certain places with an elaborate scouting scheme. That, that's pretty hard to deny. <laughs> that guy is one of your analysts. He's on payroll at Michigan there. I mean, they can pull your cell phone records and know exactly where you are. They may have a problem there with this. I think people. Well, I just think maybe the guy didn't know it. I'm not, I'm not being naive. I don't know that, I don't know that if, if the guy is as low as he, not low, that's not the right word, but not in the mix much as, as people have said. I, I don't, I don't, if I could tell our listeners what went on before the Alabama Auburn game, we'd have 50,000 calls. <laughs> well, what do you mean? I mean, this guy, if you're the analyst, maybe you had no responsibility. If you have a game, you're playing on Saturday and, you're, and whoever you're playing is playing on Saturday. So you're not at the Michigan game if, if you're going to scout. Uh, you're a, opponent, right? Because everybody's playing on Saturday, pretty much. I mean, Michigan is, so whoever they're playing is playing on Saturday. I think this could I think I've heard people poo-pooing it, saying this is not a big deal. Uh, I think this will turn into a big deal. Uh, I have no idea. If, if this guy... I mean, somebody's telling this guy to go. and Right? Somebody's got to be telling him to go to these games. He's not just going on his own. Is he missing the Michigan games? Well, I don't. I, if he's if he is, I, guess, I, I don't want to be that naive, but I, I think it's possible for a guy who's really, you know, so-called analyst, but not an analyst. He's up in up doing whatever and goes to the game without any thought. I guess that's naive on my part. You think the guy's just spending his own money to go scout? I don't know. I, I don't. I just don't. Like they're shaking his head. I think the NCAA like. I think the NCAA like to get him. Like to get Michigan started. People are going to criticize the NCAA on this. They'll criticize them and say, "Hey, they're just trying to get this is silly." It's a. It's a. It's a rule. But, right. but, but you know, what's he going to bring back? That's going to make the difference in the game. But you can't do that. Like you can't. It'd be like going and visiting recruits during the dead period. You can't do it. It's 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 clear cut. That you, you think it's do. not done. I mean, that don't make it right. If you get caught, you pay the consequences. You do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you not? Um, do you? I think a lot of things that go on that uh, that don't make it right. No, I don't agree. I agree. It's not right. I don't think the guy did it. I, from what I can read, as much I can read about it, the the guy. No factor, no nothing. But uh, I, don't well, I don't know. I mean, you get out of. I mean, what you can't see on TV that you can see in the stands, wherever he was. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what uh, kind of attention. I think the NCAA's probably not real fired up about Jim Harbaugh. So maybe they're. That's right. Uh, they're going. 
they're going to get him. Two men in a truck. They're out at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need in preparation for this move. With a local, out of town, out of state, you just need stuff moved around the house. So it's the holiday season, and Mama's trying to get the house ready. Then two men in a truck can handle that as well. Give them a call today, 205 247 5050. It's two men in a truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty nasty wreck on Cypress Creek Avenue near Running Brook Apartments. This is off of Skyland. You can expect serious delays. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you see conditions, give me a call. These are super offers from Towns and Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Built for championships. Well, intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 11.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. 